It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway. It's beat for murder. murder. I don't stick to the script. No. Real nigga, I'll punch a nigga in the lip. Oh. Get rich, I'll push a brick out of here. Woo. Fuck nigga, free what you think this is. Free. Bad luck, ting, fuck it up and then peel. Should I buy a bling or should I leave her how she is? Bling. Get that paperwork, I told her sign it like a deal. Cash. Then she fought the woo, just to sharpen her skills. Woo. Random, oh. she truck it in the Zana Sanders. Ransom, Ransom. I took the mask off the smash. Sound to sound. Big bag, I bless you like a bad. You know you're in love with the drip. You know you want me come over and bless you. So let me sit on your lips. Hey, I know he wanna be mine. He's trying to send me a sign. Turn him into a believer. Not even paying his ties. I just landed. I ain't pack a bag. I ain't playing shit. Sent up all my info and I told him get it handled. Crazy. Couldn't taint a pussy night. Hey, me. Hard on them hoes, but for me, he's a baby. Woo. I'm having my way with this shit. Huh. I'm on the way to the money. Then on the way to the dick. I don't know what day that it is. I wake up and pick where I live. He need money more. Ay, I get whoever I pick. Big fine team. Neck and wrist bling. I can make a hood nigga holler like he sing. Is he my type? Bitch, he might be. I can make a rap nigga holler like he sing. Random. She twerk it in the Zana Sanders. Ransom. I took the mask off the smash. Sound to sound. Big bag, I bless you like a fast pass. Camera. Bitch, I feel like Adam Sanders. Connecting the SWAC, the MEAC, SIAC, and the CIAA. The HBCU experience lives here. It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway. Oh, yes, sir. Welcome in to another edition of the HBCU Report for Thursday, July 16th, 2020. I am your host, Rob Calloway. Oh, boy. This might be the only time that we hear bands all fall is during the intro to the HBCU Report. (laughs) Oh, my God. Welcome in to another edition of the HBCU Report where we find that three... Of the four, HBCU conferences have announced cancellation of fall sports. Last week, last Thursday, it was the CIAA and the SIAC. Today, the first FCS HBCU conference to announce cancellation of fall sports. None other than the MIAC. And so uh, we await the decision from the SWAC, which should come on Monday and we'll talk about all of that stuff, what, we, what we're going to get, what we're not going to get, all of that stuff. We'll, we'll talk about all of that uh, coming up uh, momentarily because this thing is, is, is affecting really everybody. And it's affecting when you start talking about the entire HBCU experience. Yeah, man, it is. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, a couple other things. Oh, don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HBCU Report. When we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. Uh, for those of you just tuning in for the first time, welcome into the show. For those of you that uh, have been gone for a while, don't forget you can go back, relive any moment. On demand 24-7 via Spreaker, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn Radio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any platform where great podcasts are served, all right? Uh, big shouts out really quick before we get started. Big shouts out to my dude, man, Dr. Marshall Boston. 
that's my guy right there, Mark B. He is a uh, principal here in Metro Atlanta at uh, one of the uh, area middle schools, uh, Freedom Middle School, um, actually. And uh, he is a HBCU dude through and through. Got his undergrad at Morgan State. If I'm not mistaken, uh, when Mark B. got the Morgan State, I think it was the fall of 92, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, fall of 92. I want to say this dude might have scored the only touchdown for Morgan State that football season. They were terrible when he got there. <laughs> and he was on the cover of a magazine. So, yeah, shouts out to Mark B. Uh, got his... Um, he also went to Fort Valley, if I'm not mistaken, and got his master's and, you know. But he's a HBCU dude through and through. And, uh, you know, one of my guys, he's like my big bruh. So uh, he hit me up today, let me know he had been checking out the show. And, you know, he was uh, very happy with the product. So uh, shouts out to Mark B. Really appreciate that. Uh, a couple of things that uh, have been going on since we last left you, man. How about this whole thing with Nick Cannon? and Viacom CBS oh my god you know this thing is you know it's one thing for the cancel culture to get you but it's another thing when the the media giant that you're affiliated with cancels you oh my god unfreaking believable it's crazy you know when I was looking at social media yesterday uh, the number of people that actually tune in to Wild and Out that were getting other programming like reruns of Martin and reruns of something else, uh, you know, it is really unbelievable because like with the Wild and Out brand, it's not just Nick Cannon. You know, it's a bunch of folks to get paid off of Wild and Out. And, um, you know, I just, here's the thing, man. You know, when as a radio dude. Okay. And, and, and here's, here's why I always had to put these type things into perspective. Yeah. I get on this podcast and, and say, and do whatever it is that I want to do because I'm in complete, uh, control over what, you know, what happens right here. You know, nobody can fire me from the HBCU report except for me. Okay. But the thing that you have to remember you know, when you when you are affiliated with one of these media companies, there's certain lines that you have to you have to toe the line, so to speak. And if you go too far to the left or too far to the right, then that's when issues arise. Okay, and you know, for Nick Cannon, luckily for him, Nick Cannon is filthy rich, right? So the fact that all of these programs that he has. Uh, have been canceled by Viacom CBS is not really a, a big deal as if it were like me getting fired for my job, getting canceled for my job, right? Yeah, I'm, you know, when I got canceled and I got canceled, I can't lie. When I got canceled, you know, I was barely a thousandaire when I got canceled. Man, Nick Cannon is filthy rich. But here's the thing. It's a learning experience for Nick. You know, you're never too old. You're never too rich to stop learning. And this is a learning experience right here. You know, you cannot, you look, you cannot have these conversations. And the people that cut the checks are of the same persuasion that you are talking about. You cannot look, no matter what you think, you can't go on record and say that white people are savages, Nick Cannon. Like, no, you can't do that. 
Now, see, what should have happened, and, and shouts out to the, one of my radio mentors, man, Ryan Cameron. If you're in Atlanta, you know who Ryan Cameron is. You know, one of the things that Ryan taught me when I came to Atlanta and start, when I started doing radio in Atlanta, I had a sports show, Sports Kings Radio, and we were just raw. And I'd say whatever, we'd be doing these interviews, and instead of just set, you know, framing the, 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 framing the question without giving my opinion or me going on record saying X, Y, Z, he taught me, he said, you gotta, you gotta learn how to frame this stuff up and let the guests, let the guests say that stuff. Don't you, don't say that stuff. Let the guests say it. And see, this is where Nick Cannon went wrong is because Nick Cannon, you know, began saying all of these things where the God honest truth is professor Griff. If anybody listening to this show is familiar with professor Griff, Professor Griff does not need anybody to set anything up for him. Or he, like this dude can just go. And really, and that's what Nick should have done. Nick should have just set it up and just let Professor Griff say whatever it is that he was going to say about, you know, white people, black people, the original Hebrews, uh, you know, Semitics, all of that stuff. What, like whatever. He should have, Nick Cannon should not have been the one. And I know that the the times that we're living in right now, everybody wants to be woke and everybody wants to appear to be woke. But at some point, we got to keep it real and understand that mm, you can be woke. But if you're going to be a part of white America, corporate America, you got to toe that line, man. You have to toe that line. And so we'll see. Uh, what happens of course uh, Nick has issued an apology he's definitely done that but he is demanding ownership of Wild and Out he calls it a billion dollar brand now I'm not sure if it's a billion dollar brand I know it's very popular but um, we'll see we'll see but he still has the mass Singer on Fox not sure if Fox is going to cancel him you know that would just be a travesty if everybody just if all the networks just decided to cancel Nick. <laughs> that would be unbelievable. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in Thursday night, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, we were gone Tuesday, but I did join Dr. Kenyatta Cavill's inside the HBCU Sports Lab for my normal uh, Tuesday hit, and uh, we had a great, great conversation. And uh, coming up uh, in the next segment, we're actually. Uh, gonna expand on the conversation that that we had um tuesday night on inside the hbcu sports lab you know as as in regards to what has happened today with uh the MEAC announcing uh cancellations of fall sports which i think is really really smart uh shouts out to dr dennis thomas but somebody had to be first right one of these fcs conferences had to be first and the swag, I just honestly believe they just did not want to be the first ones to have to make the announcement. It's a lot. That, it's a lot that, that came along with today's announcement. And so uh, we'll talk more about that coming up in the next segment. Uh, yeah, today, you know, we're just we're just doing what we do. All right. Coming up next week, uh, we will start next Tuesday. We will um, start our celebration commemoration of the years again uh starting next tuesday if i'm not mistaken 2004 crack staff is that where we are yeah 2004 is where we will pick up uh next week but today it's all about the migos yeah i know y'all probably heard about the migos suing their lawyer but anyway that's a whole nother story so today we just celebrate the migos man um 
But anyway, uh, we'll talk more about this, um, about the HBCU landscape and, and, and what we're going to get and what we're not going to get. Uh, coming up uh, right after the break, this is the HBCU Report. Be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HBCU Report. When we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking you questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. If you missed the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway, here's what you missed. Rob Calloway tapping it up with Doug Stewart. Black folk, man, we suffer from a, a disease called lack of insurance. Like, but we don't <laughs> ever have insurance, but we got to start a GoFundMe. We got to get a PayPal. Right. We, we got to get all right. this stuff going. So, first of all, why is it important to make sure that you have some type of life coverage? Like other communities, man, they look long term. You know, we're very short-sighted in the way we view life. But imagine if you you know, turned 21 and you had $300,000 waiting for you in a life insurance that you could use to put down on a house or start a business. You know, so a lot of times we just start out behind the eight ball in our community because we don't use life insurance as a tool to build financial wealth. HBCU sports fans, you finally have a voice. This is the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. In the nighttime, trap nigga with the chickens like Popeye. Money changing colors like Tada. I'm just trying to get it, I ain't trying to die. She got a bigger on your booty, make the world cry. In the kitchen, wrist twisted like a stir fry. Whip it. Hold them bands down. Hey, hold your mans down. Who told you come around? Who? That's that trap sound. Trap sound. Gold. Fashion. Show. Trap. House. Man. Control. No need to break now. No need. Hey, put the mask down. Mask. We living fast now. Finest. Old. Finest. Rose. We can go. We can go. Like a stir fry, whip it in the kitchen wrist, just like a stir fry, whip it in the kitchen wrist, just like a stir fry, whip it in the kitchen wrist, just like a stir fry. I'll take a whip it intermission, let the birds fly. I get money, turn no vision through my third eye. Welcome back to the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you. Thank you for tuning in, however, you may be listening. Uh, today is Thursday, July 16, 2020, a day you might want to, you know, mark on your calendars. Put in the record books as the MEAC has announced uh, the cancellation of fall sports. They become the third HBCU conference behind uh, the SIAC and the CIAA to make the announcement. And um, I think it was only befitting, you know, especially when you start getting uh, the stories that that we're hearing about North Carolina A&T had several players, I think nine or 10 players that tested positive for COVID once they arrived on campus. Then there was a story yesterday that several, I think 19, I might be exaggerating. I think it was 19 uh, students at Florida A&M uh, tested positive for COVID upon arrival uh, on campus. 
And so it's it's only befitting that that you do the right thing and you go ahead and cancel fall sports. You know, there's a lot that goes that goes into it, though. OK, you know, I was having a conversation with uh, Dr. Kayata Cavill and his crew on Inside the HBCU Sports Lab Tuesday night. And, you know, I was asking those questions like, you know, why is it taking so long? And here's the thing is that there are contracts that are in place when you talk about uh, the conference deals, the MEAC and the SWAC both have uh, television deals with ESPN. Of course, we kick things off with the MEAC SWAC challenge here in Atlanta. We close things out with the Celebration Bowl here in Atlanta. And then we have all of these classics in between during the season uh, that are broadcast on the ESPN uh, networks, right? On the platform, on whatever, ESPN 1 through you, okay? And so, you know, I was under the belief that that quite possibly if they, if they cancel the season, then ESPN might want some type of uh, restitution, if you will, compensation. Not really sure how that conversation went with the MEAC, Dr. Dennis Thomas and the people, you know, w- within the uh, within ESPN, but clearly it was okayed. And so now Dr. Charles McClellan and his crew, they have a meeting scheduled for Monday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Monday is when they have uh, the council meeting which I'm sure they're going to make the recommendation to cancel fall sports because here's the thing. We're already talking about uh, the SWAC schedule, which has pretty much been decimated that first week, if you will. Uh, now that the, the MEAC is canceled, so there's no MEAC SWAC challenge. Uh, the SIEC is, uh, is canceled fall sports, so now there's no Labor Day Classic between Bama State and Tuskegee. Uh, you got the the state fair cancellation. You got the Southern Heritage cancellation. You got the Detroit Classic uh, cancellation. And so, you know, you really had a situation now where you just at this point you're okay with not being first. <laughs> and you know, I always talk about that the need to be first. Yeah, you know, you can just sit back and let everybody else do it and then go for it. And so, I'm sure that's what's going to happen Monday. But think like this, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. If you're an HBCU alum, what are you going to do this fall? What are you going to do? I mean, I opened the show up with the intro, you know, saying that the intro is probably the only time that we'll hear band the entire fall. I mean, it's unbelievable, you know. So there's no band, which I'm kind of glad about because for those of you that are in the band world, there's this thing called cranking, right? That all of these bands, oh man, oh yeah, we're going to crank it fest. Uh, look, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just be very honest. You know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an older gentleman, right? I'm not old. I'm 42, right? I come from a time where marching bands or just bands in general cared about intonation, cared about how they sounded, right? These days, these young folks, they have traded the the standards, the the classic, the classic ballads, the classic tunes that bands were known for playing. You know, the Gap Band tunes, the the Earth, Wind and Fires, you know, just, you know, the the Michael Jackson songs, just whatever. I'm just saying the, the good songs, the great songs that we've known bands to play over the years. They've done out. They've, they've gone away with that in favor of what they call cranking. Right. 
So now, instead of having these wonderful tunes that bands have been known to play, you get more rap tunes, right? You get more rap tunes and they're, and they're written, you know, in, in keys where your, your brass, your lower brass, your upper brass can really play really loud. Not in tune, but just really loud. And that's what excites these kids these days. From the high school level all the way up. This, this is what excites them. And so... Well, I'm sad because this would be the first time in the history of my life that there was no marching band in the fall. I'm kind of glad about it. And for those of you that are part of the FAMU Rattler Nation, shouts out to you because I'm, I'm really excited about the Marching 100 coming into the SWAC because there are a few things that are going to happen. Mainly, the musicality is going to have to go up in the SWAC. Right, we're gonna have to go back to playing that good music that sounds really good. Yeah, because FAMU is gonna come in and they're gonna do their thing musically. They're not gonna change what they sound like musically. They might add some dancing girls. They might do some other things that are more swack isk. But as far as the sound, the sound is gonna be there, you know. And so that's the one thing that I am. I am elated about the marching 100 coming to the swag is because they're going to force all of these bands that like to play loud and in the upper registers and all of that. They're going to force you to have to tone it down and, and, and play, you know, play as written, you know, be musical with it. So there's that. That was just my little band soapbox speech right there. This is the HBCU report, Rob Calloway uh, hanging out with you. Yeah. Um, but the other thing, you know, when we talk about what you're going to get and what you're not going to get, of course, football. That That is the main thing right there. Football. We're not going to get football. Um, and, and here's the thing. I just need everybody to be better. I just need everybody to, to be forward thinkers. All right. You know, everybody is under this uh, cloud, under this thing that they think that football is really going to happen. Do you all think that HBCU uh, conferences, HBCU schools are the only ones. Yeah, you got the Patriot League that that did it uh, last week as well. But do you really think that this is going to happen? You got the Big Ten talking about conference games only. You got Ohio Valley talking about conference games only. Ladies and gentlemen, please pay attention. We've got to listen to science, man. We've got to listen to science. And the one thing that science is telling us is that social distancing is the the number one way. Masking up and social distancing are the one number one and number two way of of the, the prevention of the spread of this disease. Okay, you know. Let's just go back and start at the high school level. Okay, Here in Georgia, there was a story this morning from the Georgia High School Sports Association that that said uh, that 300 players in the state of Georgia, high school players in the state of Georgia, had tested positive for COVID-19. That's 300. You know, they tried to dumb it down and be like, oh, well, that's just 300 out of thousands of, of, of football players. Well, here's the thing. You don't know who they were around and you don't know who on the team was exposed to those players, right? We don't even have anything in place as far as face masks go, you know, uh, the we don't have any of this stuff in place. I saw the prototype that they rolled out the other day for the NFL, but ladies and gentlemen, 
we don't even have anything in place as far as the mask aspect of social distancing or or prevention of the spread of COVID-19 for helmets. We don't even have that. We don't have anything for basketball. What are they going to do? Just put mask on in basketball? Listen, this is what I'm trying to tell you all. And, and I know you, a lot of parents out there, y'all all rah-rah, want y'all kids to play. And, you know, I get it. But I'm trying to I'm trying to tell y'all that everybody is just selling you all hope. It's not going to happen. And then on the flip side, what nobody really understands is, is that if you are not on campus, you cannot participate in extracurricular activities. And and here in DeKalb County, where I live, where I teach, where I work, all of whatever, right? We're doing virtual learning. We already have an issue with students having transportation to get to school. So if we have problems with the children getting to and from school, right, just for school, how how are we going to make sure that they get to and from school for football practice or like, how is that going to work? You see what I'm saying? We just got to we got to take a micro, a magnifying glass and just look. Look at the big picture that's in small print because nobody is wanting to tell you guys. But if you look, if you take the magnifying glass, look at the small print, you'll see the big picture is what I'm trying to say. And the big picture is, is that there's no way that we're going to get fall sports anywhere, anywhere. Because what will happen is somebody will attempt to, to play football and both teams will be exposed and both teams will be affected, infected, matter of fact. So I'm just saying, for all of you parents that are rah-rah, my kid got to play. I'm telling y'all, this is serious. It's serious. And, no, and, and you know, I got high school football coaches that are my friends. I was ribbing them up on Facebook yesterday telling them like, hey, you know y'all not playing. And they like, oh, the season is happening. The season is happening. Again, how are you in football? I, I've been saying this for weeks. In football, there is so much bodily fluid that I'm not going to say exchanged, but I guess it is in, inadvertently exchanged, right? Tackling. You know, I'm sweating. They're sweating. They tackle me. Their sweat is on me. Their sweat is going through my face mask. Their sweat might get in my mouth. It might anywhere my eyes anything I'm just saying there's no way there's no way I'm sorry if I had to just burst your bubble but there is no freaking way that it's happening you know I I put the um, the article about the high school players testing positive for COVID I posted that on uh, on my Facebook page and I actually had somebody that said it's normal for 300 players to test positive. But, and, and, and then what, they, what he said was, but zero deaths. If they would have reported the flu cases, it would blow COVID out of the water. It's all fear tactic. All you have to do is get rid of, all you have to do to get rid of COVID is turn off the TV and social media and it would disappear. What? What? All you have to do to get rid of COVID is turn off the TV and social media and it will go away. 
tell somebody that, that's infected or has been affected or somebody who lost somebody to COVID, tell them that, that they should have turned TV off or turned social media off. Think about it. The majority of the people that have died are, what, older. They probably wasn't even on social media. That's some of the dumbest crap I've ever heard in my life. Ever. Anyway, coming up on the other side, man. Jesus Christ. Coming up on the other <laughs> These people make me sick, man. These are the same people that are trying to tell us that it's not necessary for us to wear a mask to go places. Yeah. What? You crazy? I wear a mask every damn where I go. Man, please. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you. Coming up, uh, the third and final segment, we're going to talk about the latest versus battle that goes down next week. Oh, yes. And we got a few other things that we're going to talk about before we get up out of here. This is the HBCU Report. I am Rob Calloway, and we'll return after these words. All right, everybody in the car. Let's go. What are we going to do first when we get there, Mom? Go for a hike? Sure. What about canoeing? Can we go canoeing, too? I don't see why. How long does it take to get to the forest? It's not that far, sweetie. (sighs) Are we there yet? Yep, we're here. Already? It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. Let's go. We shoot a 50 round drum, honey bun. I want two thousand, I want both of their tongues. I know how to handle it, but some of them these niggas can't run. We don't kill everyone. You know where I'm from, give a fuck how you come. Got a stick in the car and it sound like a bomb. I came in the bit with a meal worth of cash. Like Bandicoot, we bout to crash. No remorse, I put five to your dad. Off the porch, bought a push and I dress. Off the billing, them young niggas slap. Put up there, now you do the math. If you sick on my son, I won't hide. Bullets rain, we give him a bath. I said I need it. It's Draco undefeated. Hit some black and then I'm bleeding. Go long, Bullets, he receive it. I can't see it. My wrist look like the snow cone maker eat it. Once I see her, I give her that dope dick just like it eats it. Then I leave her. I can't get caught up. I can't be on cheaters. Nigga, them people. You know what it is. Go put the dope up for they breaches. Before they breaches, I'ma get out this bitch and I'm striking. I'm throwing my heater. Whole lot of money instead of keep coming forever. I'm living my life like a beat. From the band on the band, we making it happen. I like a bitch bougie, but keep me a ratchet. That is fantastic. Cutty is straight out the plastic. Diamonds in all of my glasses. I'm fucking more bitches than magic. Straight out the basket. They say them young niggas. The money too old, it's going mag, it's nasty. Finger fuck it with the mag. I'm thinking they forgot the way we pay. We've been giving too many niggas. I can't even lie, man. Hey, Hey, every time I hear this song, boy. (laughs) Hey, if I was 20 something again. (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. Hey, these boy rode that track. Welcome back to the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you. Third and final segment underway, man. We've been 
Uh, playing Amigos all uh, all night for those of you if you're just tuning in to the show, man. Hey, I need it. Yeah, that's my joint right there. <laughs> oh, man. In case you're just tuning in to the show and haven't heard, uh, the MEAC has uh, Council Fall Sports for 2020. Uh, the SWAC is uh, soon, soon to be behind. Monday. It's going to happen Monday. Mark my word. It's going to happen Monday. Um, what else? We got a couple players that have actually tested positive, which is the scary part. Uh, upon uh, arrival back at school at North Carolina A&T, as well as Florida A&M, which I'm sure um, didn't help. You know, for those that were pushing to have football, that you actually had uh, numerous players to come back uh, and, and test positive for uh, COVID. So, um, hopefully. Uh, everybody uh, will do the right thing when you talk about uh, cancellations. Like I said, I know the SWAC is going to, I mean, it's only right. Uh, that is their partner, the MEAC. When you talk about the MEAC SWAC Challenge, when you talk about Celebration Bowl, when you talk about anything, they are partners. And so, you know, I, as I said earlier, I'm sure the SWAC just did not want to be uh, the first ones to to go out and and make the announcement and so shouts out to dr dennis thomas for making making the tough decisions making the tough calls i mean you know here's the situation like let's be honest where you cancel fall sports and what does that mean that means that florida and m and bethune cookman's days are a uh, uh, football in the MEAC are over now what else does this mean with the cancellation of fall sports. Now, I, I've been trying to tell you guys for weeks, and, and you know, I don't like to pat myself on the back. You know, I just come in and I just try to give you guys the most logical explanations for things that I can after all of the details come out. and, and Or if I'm able to start piecing things together, you know, I try to come in and give you guys uh, an educated... Um an educated opinion mostly based on facts right to try to you know help you guys move forward because everybody's not a forward thinker you know everybody's not a forward thinker we know we 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 live in the 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 era of uh, headlines you read a headline and you just keep going you don't even know the details you just read the headline well i try to i try to give you guys the 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 best details possible right you know i know i give it to you in a raw kind of way a lot of times but a lot of times you get it that way right and so if let's just look at at this picture right here if schools have planned on closing the week before thanksgiving that most schools have, have gone on record and made the plan and this is why i kept saying everybody needs to just pay attention when these schools started saying that they were going to shorten the semester to the week prior to Thanksgiving, they were going to send everybody home the Friday before Thanksgiving or maybe sooner the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Like the semester is going to end super early because the semester traditionally doesn't end until you come back from Thanksgiving break. You take those finals and then you go home for Christmas semester over. Right. Well, they were talking about, and and a lot of schools have, have implemented, sent it out to the students that school is going to end the week before Thanksgiving. The semester is going to end. And so if the semester is going to end the week before Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen, not only does that mean that we're not getting a, a, a football season, because think about it. The Bayou Classic happens around that time. Now, 
if the SWAT cancels Monday, Grambling and Southern and the, the folks in New Orleans will be able to say, hey, well, we didn't cancel it. The SWAT canceled it, right? Because nobody really wants to be first on this thing. Same thing with the Magic City Classic. The SWAT cancels Monday. Bama State and AM don't have to make the tough decisions, right? And so, not to mention the, the Turkey Day Classic, Bama State homecoming. Like, Jesus, like, if the semester's ending early, it's over. When the semester is over, everybody's going home. Nobody stays on campus when the semester ends. This is what you have to pay attention to. And if the students are not coming back until February, if they're not coming back until February, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages and fools too. That means that we more than likely will not have a basketball season. Basketball starts when it starts deep into the fall, right? What November, December, beginning of December. So do you really think that if, if there are no students on campus, if the semester is over, if everybody is to stay put until February, do you really think that kids are going to be allowed to come back on campus to play basketball? No, it's not happening. Conditioning is not happening. None of that stuff is happening during its normal period. So it's not happening. I hate to be the one to break it to you. I hate to be the one to break it down to you like that. But but sometimes saying the right thing is just hard to say the right thing, right? Just like it's hard to do the right thing a lot of times, right? When it's something that's going to affect people. And that's what that's what the NCAA and these conferences have been doing. They've just been trying to sell hope because they don't want to hurt people. Because they know that in the state of Alabama, God bless them, without any college football, not to mention high school. But it, but no college football and the chance of no high school football, what are they going to do? They're going to lose their freaking minds is what they're going to do. What are they going to do in the state of Mississippi? Or you like, I mean, what are they going to do? Look, I'm just trying to be honest, ladies and gentlemen. If the semester ends before Thanksgiving and the kids don't come back to February, Houston, we have a problem. Houston, somebody got a problem. Not me because I already know. And I hate to be the one that, like I said, for those of you that live on, on planet, whatever planet, I don't believe it planet. Everybody is a conspiracy theorist, whatever. For those of you that live on that planet, I ask you to join us here in 2020, January, July 16th, 2020, it said January, but July 16th, 2020, join us here today. Come back to reality. And the reality is it ain't happening. It ain't happening because of several, several reasons that I have already laid out. But I'll say it again before we start talking about this versus before we get up out of here. We don't have any pr- protective measures for football helmets to shield the kids from possible, you know, somebody's bodily fluid getting on them, getting in, you know, them inhaling the droplets or swallowing the droplets as they call them. Right. We don't have protection for that in basketball. We don't have, we don't have any kind of protection for you know, the kids breathing and being masked up. We don't, yeah, it sounds good. Oh, they could just put a mask on. Yeah, it sounds good until you try to get out there and play some damn ball or run around with a mask on. Then it ain't really that easy. So this is what I'm saying. Everybody's going to need time. These manufacturers are going to need time to be able to produce something that is effective. 
So like I said, you know, I hate to be the one to break it to you, but it, it is what it is. It is what it is. And, you know, we just got to deal with the fact that we might not get sports for a minute. Hope that NBA thing works out. I really do because we need it. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway uh, hanging out with you for a few more minutes before we get up out of here. Uh, okay. So coming up next Wednesday, July 22nd, we've got Dog versus Dog, DMX versus Snoop Dogg versus TV Battle. Now, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of folks excited about this, but I'm just going to say this. I'm going to go on record and say this. Versus TV has done a really great job of creating unfair matches, like matches people that don't even match up. Like, okay, DMX, DMX has a slew of hits, okay? Now, I went to Billboard, went to the Billboard charts to try to compare hits to see how many hits DMX had on the Billboard charts versus Snoop. And so, you know, the the they, Billboard is broken down into a bunch of different charts, right? You got the Hot 100, you got the Billboard 200, you, you got the, the rap charts, you got this, you got that. All right, so look, so what I did was, I just went I I just went with the Billboard 200, okay? And based on the Billboard 200, DMX has 5 number 1 hits. He has 6 top 10 hits and he has 10 songs that have charted in the Billboard top uh top 200, okay? And so you know, I, DMX has songs, right? I guess what I'm trying to I guess what I'm trying to get at is the fact that I don't think DMX actually measures up the Snoop Dogg, okay? Like, I can go through these songs really quick uh, for DMX. Uh, uh, up in Here, Party Up, right? That was the number one song. What You Want with featuring Cisco, that was the number four song. Rough Riders Anthem, number five. Uh, What's My Name peaked at number four. Uh, it's On featuring DJ Clue peaked at number 10. Uh, Who We Be peaked at number nine. Money Cash Holes checked in at number 13. That was uh, Jay-Z featuring DMX. Um, X is going to give it to you. Number 16, where the hood at number 13. Now see, here's the thing. And I just got to be very honest. I have to be very, very honest when we talk about these songs. And that is the fact that DMX has not had a top 10 song or a song that has charted on the billboard chart since 2003. Okay. So we have to remember that during the time that Snoop Dogg, I mean, Snoop has never fallen off. Snoop just kept recording. He'd been doing this thing forever. Um, DMX took like a 10-year crack break, right? Like, let's be honest. The dog took a 10-year crack break. Like, if he had not taken a 10-year crack break, there's no telling where DMX's career would be. You know, then we started talking about Snoop Dogg. Jesus Christ. Snoop on the Hot 100 charts. This is just on the Hot 100. He has uh, three number one hits. He has 11 top 10 hits. He has 43 songs that have charted on the Hot 100, right? Got Young, Wild, and Free, He and Wills, Khalifa, Drop It Like It's Hot. Um, I Want to Love You with Akon. He got uh, Holiday Inn with Chingy, Beautiful, Pharrell, and Uncle Charlie. Uh, sexual Seduction, or Sexual Eruption, whatever you want to call it. The next episode, Gin and Juice. Man, he got all of these songs that go back to 1991. Snoop has been on the Billboard charts every year since 1991. Snoop ain't took a crack break. He just been smoking weed. A lot of folks feel like DMX is going to get Snoop. But for those of you that really believe that, ha, ah, you must have gone on a 13-year crack break as well. 
He must be smoking that crack with DMX. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I can't wait for this, man. We'll talk more about it uh, coming up on Saturday morning show, man. Actually, we're going to dedicate the music Saturday morning uh, to the versus battle. Um, DMX versus Snoop Dogg. All right. That's what that's what we're going to do Saturday morning. But uh, crack staff, we good? Everybody good? All right. Well, if all hearts and minds are clear, that about do it for another edition of the HBCU report. I'd like to thank you guys for tuning into the show because, of course, without you, there would be no HBCU report. Be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at HBCU report. Where we're not here. We're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news and the latest on your favorite craft beers. And just remember, tomorrow's not priming. So we've got to be the best version of ourselves every damn day. This is the HBCU Report. I am Rob Calloway. Have a great evening and an even better Friday. And we'll see you guys Saturday morning at 9 a.m. via XSquadRadio.com. Gone. It's the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway.